Welcome to HR in 15, a podcast dedicated to addressing the complexities of modern HR in just 15 minutes. Brought to you by Prestige PEO, simplifying HR. Hi, and welcome to another episode of HR in 15. I'm Latoya Velez, Supervisor of HR Client Services and the Diversity Officer at Prestige PEO, and your host again today. We're joined by Joy Stevens, founder of New Heights Academic and Leadership Consulting, for our second episode in this series. Thank you for coming back today, Joy. Thank you so much for having me again. No problem. I'd like to pick up our conversation where we left off last time, uh, but we should remind the audience a little bit about you and your company. So if you can give us a recap, that'd be great. Sure. So my company is focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. And uh, just for myself, I started off as a, ironically, as a chemistry and chemical engineering major in college from Spelman College in Georgia Institute of Technology here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I spent some time doing research and development, manufacturing, sales, sales training, um, sales leadership. And it was the leadership part of it that got me to get a um, peek behind the curtain, as it were, to understand how we really treated people from a leadership perspective. And that's what sparked the idea of uh, we needed more empathy for our employees. You know, a lot of companies will say our employees are our best asset but I noticed us treating them more like commodities than assets. And I started to really champion the idea in the early or the early mid 2000s of, you know, empathy. Do we really understand our people? Do we understand who they are when they leave work? Do we take that into account when we do performance reviews, when we talk about, you know, what's, what's affecting their ability to do their job? Do we make, uh, do we make, concessions for people with different work-life balances and how can we help them to be their best by understanding these things. And it wasn't very well understood at the time. I think it has gotten better over the last decade or so, but it led me to starting my own business uh, with a partner, which is New Heights, and really focusing on the inclusion piece of diversity, equity, inclusion, where we, we do training around like microaggressions, around respect in the workplace, um, around implicit bias, but also around what it really means to feel like you belong, what it really means to feel psychologically safe in your workplace, and how you really can develop a strategy to create an inclusive environment for everyone in your workplace so that people want to work there. It's the difference between having to go to work and getting to go to work and feeling like you're your employer, your company, your boss, like they really care about you. It's that connection um, of feeling like people care about you that makes you want to work harder, work better, stay around, less, less turnover, everything. And it makes the entire organization more productive, more profitable, and um, it gives you more staying power. And so that's what everyone is striving for. But it starts with inclusion. Thank you for sharing that, Joy. That's it's valuable for uh, a lot of our listeners out there. Uh, now, the last conversation we had, we left off talking about what some of the DEI trends for businesses right now and the most important items to include in your DEI strategy. Uh, now, once you've worked to assess your own business and curate a DEI strategy, 
How can you implement it? Great question. You know, I mentioned before, I think the last time we talked about you have to have commitment. I would add two more C's to that. So it's commitment to doing the work and to having everyone in your leadership organization um, and down through committed to giving the energy to this that it needs so that it becomes a perpetual change in the way things are done and not just a, a short term project. You have that piece of it. The other C is going to be collaboration. You have to have input from the people that are going to be affected most by the changes that you're making. So if you think about employee resource groups, affinity groups, about giving a voice to the voiceless, about listening to different levels of employee within your company, not just the middle managers or the senior leaders, but the new hires, the uh, tenured people who maybe have faded into the background um, that have absolutely have something to say. Are you collaborating with everyone? And then there is communication, because as you start to implement a change in the way you do work, there are going to be people that don't understand. Why are we doing this? Why is it important? Why do I have to do anything? And having that communication strategy that not only tells everyone what is being done, but also gives your leaders perhaps the correct talking points, the right um, approach to dealing with issues as they come up so that we're all on the same page and we're all delivering the same message to our constituencies so that we can move together forward, move forward together. That's an important piece because if you leave people behind or you leave people confused, it will undermine the efforts. So I would say commitment, communication, collaboration, those three things will help you to implement your strategy um, in the most positive way. Incredible information, Joy. So the, the three C's I'm hearing. <laughs> yes. Uh, now, most of the country and many businesses are experiencing extreme staff shortages. Um, how can you plan for a fully uh, realized diversity strategy if you are challenged with staffing? This is a really good question. So if you are having staffing issues, and you're struggling to get the the manpower or the, the person power, if you will, to handle all of the things that need to be done. You can outsource some of it. There are plenty of organizations, plenty of consultancies that will help you get off the ground. They can come in and do some of the assessments that need to be done. They can build out a playbook or a handbook that they can hand off to you so that some of the initial project work and groundwork is done for you so that you can basically take it and run with it. They can do some of the training for you if you don't have a training team. Um, a lot of these things can be um, outsourced for you. Now, once you get beyond those parameters, if you're still shorthanded for the long haul, it's time to look at how you are investing the resources that you have. Where are you spending your money? Where are you spending your energy? You know, and maybe it's time to reprioritize and look at what you need to do in order to change the way you are staffing other projects. If you're spending all of your resources on hypothetically, let's say, a new widget, a new product, a new marketing campaign, et cetera, is that campaign going to be as effective as it could be if you're understaffed in other areas? 
Are you going to perhaps run into a recall or a commercial faux pas that could have been avoided if you had done some of this background work more effectively? You know, this might that might be putting the cart before the horse. Can you invest in the infrastructure of a fully inclusive environment? Because we already have heard for years now that having a fully functioning, high performing, diverse work team is going to give you better results in every other area. So it would behoove any company to invest there first. So if you've got to triage where you spend your money on staffing up, put it here and then let that work encourage other people, as I said earlier, to work harder, to be more committed, to maybe maybe burn the candle at both ends in order to see to the success of everything else that's going on because they feel like they belong, they feel like they're being heard, they want to do their best, they want to see the company succeed, they're giving you their all, and you'll get the most out of the few employees that you do have if they feel like you care about them. It's an intangible result, and it's hard to put a, a return dollar to it, but it's absolutely there. And sometimes because it's not a tangible result, people over, they underestimate the power of it. And so I'm here to tell you, if you invest in creating an inclusive environment, it will help you create a better work environment with more efficient and productive employees in every other area. And that can help you staff correctly in every other area, if that, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you again, Joy, for sharing today. Uh, I think you provided real insights for business owners to apply to their own DEI strategies. We could talk for hours about the intricacies of what you do, but unfortunately, this is all we have time for right now. Uh, you can find more information about Joy and her company at www.newheightsawait.com. And to hear more on diversity, equity, and inclusion and other HR industry hot topics, visit us at www.hrin15.com. We will see you next time. For questions or more information on today's topic, visit prestigepeo.com.